can make sandwiches. You can be the bun, and I can be the burger girl. I know you wanna do it, but we can make sandwiches. So make your pies like episode 184 of the speed metal cycling podcast i am your host the almighty skull crusher thanks everybody for downloading and listening we appreciate it especially of course our awesome patrons over in patreon Uh, you guys are the best and make this podcast happen awesome thank you very much if you want to join them all the rest of you, if you want to join them, you can do so easy. Go to speedmetalcycling.com. There's a link there to our Patreon page. You can see you get rewards from donations, you know, whatever. You can also donate one-time donation. That's on our site, speedmetalcycling.com. Again, there's a donate button there, PayPal, you know, whatever. You, you, you kids know what I'm talking about. And speaking of you kids, social media, all the social media links are... Um, over also at speedmetalcycling.com you will especially want to follow us on instagram because of what i posted uh earlier today anyway we'll, um i'll get to that here's the situation with this uh episode i'm sure you noticed that it's uh, pretty short on the short side rather well what happened was that we had some serious technical difficulties uh last night it was um uh, it was very very long story uh, short is that we lost the first half of the episode so I am recording this now as the intro and then what you guys will eventually hear once I'm done babbling here is the second half of the of the episode um, starting with us talking about Pyrenees I think or something I can't I can't even remember I, I know that we talked about Pyrenees at some point we talked about Terreno Adriatico of course we talked about Strade Bianchi but I think all that race I don't well whichever way you'll listen to what you listen to um, the one thing that I did want to make sure I did was uh, re-record the, a couple of announcements that we that we had. Yeah, just a couple of things, a couple of notes that I had that um, I thought were of interest to people. And if I can find my notes again, let me see. Oh yeah, we dedicated the episode to Stephen Hawking originally. Originally, obviously, he had just passed away that day, but now that day is today. I mean. <laughs> That day is yesterday, so he passed away yesterday, so um, that, and then we played a game where Natalia played sounds from like DS's in their car, and then CD and I had to guess which, who they were, uh, it was fun, but got deleted, so it's gone forever, gone forever, and then the Instagram thing, make sure for you guys, check out Instagram at Speed Metal Cycle uh, CYCL um, because we finally Klaus was finally nice enough to let us uh, post a video of his boat. So there's a video of his boat. First time my brother ever appears in social media, and that's I think that's actually true. That is the first time that. Klaus's face is actually seen on social media. But anyway, not only is his face there, but also his dog and his awesome boat, Don Chinche. That's the name of the boat. 
So, yeah, we discussed that and also our new hit for the spring is coming up. So get ready, start saving, break those piggy banks open, start looking for a change in the cushions of the couches because they're coming. There's going to be again two. One of them is going to be pretty seriously design nerdy. If you're a graphic designer or if you know a lot about um, modern abstract arts, you'll definitely like it. It's an homage from yours truly to my favorite, uh, one of my favorite artists. And then the other one is an homage from yours truly, of course, I designed both kids, to my childhood and my 15-year-old self. I thought if my 15-year-old self cared about riding a bike, which I didn't, I loved cycling, absolutely, but I didn't care about riding a bicycle. I thought that that would just be stupid and why would I ever do that? But anyway, if my 15-year-old self was into riding a bicycle, what jersey would he wear? So it's it's pretty intense, I'll put it that way. Um, it'll be the kind of, it, it's gonna be the kind of jersey that you're gonna wanna wear while going to see Exodus or the Slayer Farewell Tour, you know what I mean? So there you go. I think those were the things that I wanted to say. Oh, and lastly, uh, we are having our um, fantasy cycling league on, over at Velo Games. So all the information for that is on Instagram as well. So you go over there, you start your team, and then you can join our mini league if you want to. Um, I think there's going to be prizes like there usually is some kind of price for the first person for whoever wins the league and it's never ever mike cd natalia myself klaus it, it would, uh, no i think i said one of those people twice whatever it's never us so that's that without further ado we pick up the episode the the episode that we found the, the half that we found of the whole episode that we thought was all gone, but it wasn't. So I don't even know if it's gonna make sense at which point it starts, but it starts and then that's it. So enjoy. CD, he's back. Hi, what just happened? Hello. I don't know what happened, dude. Okay. Yeah. Where are we? Welcome what did back. I miss? No, we were just saying, we were just talking about Stradivianchi. I was telling Dan that from the post reactions that I saw on social media for both of the sides, the, the, the men and the women, but maybe more so on the women's side, the ones that finished the race, they were so proud they yeah. did it. So even if they didn't, got close to the podium or anything. They were just so 
I'm like happy just to have done it. Mm-hmm. And they was like, this is going to be a race for the memory. You know, like it's going to be in my head the whole time. So that was cool to see because I don't remember a race in which that happened. You know, like that. We could see like people just being prouder about, ah, I did it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, these girls are basically like closer to, to my level of, okay, they do feel that sometimes, but this is what it takes. Well, the thing. <laughs> these girls are like, again. these girls are like, I can't afford to pay my rent, but I finished this race. <laughs> oh come on! I, that's basically what it is. It's awesome. <laughs> well, see, I thought you guys had kicked me off because I wanted to talk about American Bike Racer. That's what happened just now, right? What? What? Yeah. Did, did you hear me before that? Before I dropped out? What did you say? Well, I was saying, you know, you always want to talk about your Colombian racers, uh-huh. and I wanted to talk about an American that had a really great week. Uh, you mean uh, T.J. Van Garderen? Alexis Ryan. Oh. <laughs> Alexis Ryan. Uh, T.J. Van Garderen had a really good week, too. He showed up. Oh, he my gosh. Alexis Ryan is on fire. Yeah, right? I mean, she she wins a race, and then she gets, what, second at a World Tour event, like two days later? And then she got proposed to, and then she had a baby. No... I am so happy to see her getting out of the helper role and finally, like, Canyon Sram putting some different people forward. I think they are going to do really well with that. I think that's the next step, given how the transfers and the new teams look like. Plus, Alexis, pretty much, she worked for everybody last season. Man, she was well, like... She was always working with Tiffany Cromwell. That was, always the, that was always their go-to rider. Yeah. And maybe now they're realizing like they got to mix it up a little bit and mm. she comes through and just what an awesome week. I was so excited to see that. It is. It is really good. It was really good. I'm, I'm happy to see Canyon Sram back on their, on their feet because last, last year they, they, they had bad luck. They had injuries. Some of the, some of them also got sick. Mm-hmm. So you got, you know, like things were not like working great for them. So it's nice to see them starting in, on such a high note yeah, I'm very strong so that's really good yeah i'm excited all right are we done you were saying something about tj van van garden so when you go to when you when, him at paris is the equivalent of you showing up to work and then your boss being like no we don't need you today thanks and then you get to go home and be like yes that's all i was gonna say what I, I don't even know what happened. I it have, just seemed like he was inside the road, and that yeah. was it. And that was it. I, I, did he he didn't crash, did he? I haven't heard of any injuries or anything. So maybe he was just sick or something. I don't know. I I, I just oh, think that it's awesome. You get there, oh, dude. We don't need you today. Yes, I get to go home, and you're back home <laughs> by like nine thirty, in your pajamas by ten o'clock. <laughs> you think that's what happened? Uh, you think that's what happened? They just said we don't need in you. In my today. head, in my head, the way that cycling. <laughs> professional cycling works is exactly the same way that my everyday job works. So that's exactly what happened. He was at home and he was eating ice cream and watching Seinfeld reruns because that's what I would do. I And there you go. Yeah. And there's Perry Nice. And there you go. We're done. Oh, speaking of Perry Nice, the Fortunale team are riding look bikes. Mm-hmm. They have the old school like... Uh, look uh paint job on them like from uh uh levy claire look it up Th- those bikes are sweet very 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 sweet got that mondrian thing going very very nice and that that's where um 
What's his? Oh, Barguil ended up. Yes. Which is interesting, but you know, yeah. you know, every time that a French guy ends up in coffee D's or in, you know, one of the second division teams, they're always like, well, it's probably better for him because French people only care about the Tour de France and these guys are going to go to the Tour de France anyway. Yeah, but a first division team is going to give you a first division backup. A second division team doesn't really have the backup to be able to like, you're not going to win the Tour de France with Fortuneo. I'm sorry, you're just not going to. It's just not going to happen. Even if you are truly the best, you need good backup to be able to do that. So when people are like, no, I went down, uh, you know, a category because I did too many leaders over there. And, you know, like that would be like Mikel Landa being like, yeah, well, I mean, too many leaders in Movistar, too many leaders in Team Sky. So here I am in Caja Rural because I'm going to win the Vuelta España. A second division team. So what you're saying is he's probably just a jerk. He's just an idiot. He was ill-advised. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that the last time that I remember that a guy, like somebody in a second division team won a grand tour was when, uh, what's his face from Jacobeo Galicia won the Vuelta España, which is like 2008, 2009, something like that. And then they got taken away <laughs> because he 2008? 2008. I don't know. I can't remember what year, but then he got taken away. You guys go back a long time. You said a grand tour. Great memory. What's that? Yeah. You said grand tour, right? Yeah. Oh, well, Lachlan Morton won tour of Utah in 2016. Oh, yeah. There you go. That is a recent one. That I remember. That's the fourth grand tour, isn't it? Well, sometimes my dog has this little stuffed avocado that is his favorite toy. Sometimes I grab it, and then I run down the like in the backyard. I run with it, and then he runs behind me. That's about as exciting and as important a race as the Tour of Utah. See, I was just trying to make, I was just trying to make a little bit of a joke, and you had to be mean. And I don't want that on me, people. Don't put that on me. Don't send don't send us letters complaining that wasn't me. That's racist. Um, shoot, I'm trying to remember the name of this guy. Uh, Mosquera. Mosquera was the guy that. Uh... Yeah, let me see. I want to look this up. Just because now I can't stop thinking about what year it was that this happened. Then. Uh, so my question to you again is, what is your earliest memory of a race, of a result on a race that comes to oh, mind? Like um, the, ever in any things race? Things that you watch, like, what is like the, the like oldest memory that you have? Or like... Like, I don't know, seeing something or remembering something about a, a race. What oh, is a... God. Tour de France, 1984. But I don't... I can't tell you exactly anything there, but the 1985 tour, pfft, I can tell you stages, feelings, where I was, what, what TV I watched it in, who was next to me. Yeah. So 84 tour for me is the very first thing that I remember. Like it, it was probably, the, not probably, it was the first time I ever watched cycling. I know that, but I remember it happening. Okay, so 84 yeah. for you. And for you, CD? My parents, there was a thing called the Tour of America in the 80s. Uh, owned by our president, by the way. No, that was, that was the, that was, no, this was something else. And I remember that coming through like near Williamsburg. And I remember us stopping on the side of the road to watch it go by. That would probably be my earliest memory. And then like probably after that, it would have been one of the tours in the, in the 80s. And then we had, of course, we had Tour DuPont and Tour de Trump through Richmond all the time. So. Yeah. But like earliest, earliest was us stopping on the side of the road to watch these people roll by. Yeah, the first time I ever watched uh, a race go by was the Vuelta Colombia, 1986. I actually rode a, a 
thingy, a dilly for the Rafa website about it a gajillion years ago. But the funniest part about that story is that my mom and my dad were like, all right, we're going to go and see the Vuelta Colombia go by. And they were like, hey, Klaus, do you want to come? And my brother was like, nah. So he stayed home. I went and saw the guys go by. And I remember thinking, holy shit, these guys are going fast. Because he was like, you know, we were in Bogota. So the 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 stage was, I can't find wherever. It, it wasn't a uh, like a hilly stage at all. It was a pretty flat stage. And so these guys were all out and we were, I'm guessing now, maybe five, six K from the, from the finish. So the guy in the breakaway went by like, and then I don't know, 20 seconds later, the Peloton came by. When you watch it on TV, you, you don't realize how fucking fast these guys go and how loud the Peloton is. Yeah. It's like, it's like super loud for two seconds. And you're just like, I was just like, holy shit. Oh my God. I want that for the rest of my life every day. And yeah. But the worst place to see a race is the race. Like if you are actually oh, interested in seeing it, you don't go to it because you won't see anything. Oh yeah. Definitely. Oh my God. Yeah, remember, actually the one, the one thing that I can tell you was when we went to see Paris-Roubaix in 2010, um, we went back to the velodrome. The race still had, I don't know, 15K to go, 20K to go. So we thought, oh, we're going to get to see the race develop. But by then, Cancellara was already so far ahead that we just sat there and just watched Cancellara for the next 25 minutes. It was awesome. But we got to see Cancellara actually come in and, we, you know, at least that. But you're right, because even if you watch it on TV, when I, when I was at the tour, the last time I was at the tour, we were like on a, on a hill in Andorra. On our, the, the guys went by and we started making our way down and there was somebody with a camper with a TV. So we sat there and we were watching, but there was no commentary. So you're just watching stuff with no commentary. It, it was just kind of weird. We had to get back to the hotel and then find out who had won the, the stage. Mm. One of the most powerful memories I have from racing, though, was being on Alpe d'Huez um, for a finish one year. It was the U.S. Postal and Lance was there. And like, it was the year they, pre- there were like 600,000 people there. Oh, so yeah, it was something yeah, crazy, yeah. right? Like it was the year they said that it was the busiest or whatever you want to say it is. And everybody's out there waiting. And <clears throat> he's in the lead group. It's a small group. Caravan comes through. The lead group comes through. And then everybody just starts walking down the hill. Like no one waited for the chase group or the Peloton or whatever <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Everyone was done. It's like leaving through the end of the first quarter in a basketball game. Like, well, who wouldn't do that? People were leaving in so like there were so many people leaving that they impacted the race. But the, I mean, you only had to wait a couple of minutes. People were done. They'd seen the lead. They're done. They're out. Wow, blew my mind. Huh. <laughs> well, I, I, it's also kind of blown my mind that everybody—not everybody, but like commentators—are always saying during the Tour de France, like. These fans, they love cycling. They're just so into cycling. Or even at the Giro or any Italian race, they're so into cycling. The fact is that I've been to many, many, many races in Europe and here in the U.S. And I would say 80% of the people around me not only don't give a shit, but have no idea what the hell is going on. They don't give a shit. They don't care. They come out because in Europe is what you do. And you're out there and you're clapping and you're waving at the guys and it's not ill-intentioned or anything. But if you ask them, nothing. However, when we went to see um, the Tour of Flanders with my wife a couple of years ago, and we were like maybe 
four or five k from the from the from the finish line and there was a huge screen right in front of where we were which is why we parked ourselves right there we saw the guys go by and then you just turn around and you see who it was and he was one of the ones there was a sprint at the end and there was a tiny little lady she was like all a five foot this like old like uh flamish lady just like yelling at like joe and i like we didn't know what the hell she was saying and stuff and then this guy like just says something to her and the guy later tells us she couldn't see the TV. She was asking you who won. So she was interested enough and knew enough to know that. But that, that doesn't happen. I think most times people are just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell's going on. People just come out to like see it and be happy. I don't know. I'm just here for yeah, the I'm just here. <laughs> it's probably the same for like, you know, Americans with football. Nobody knows defensive strategies or whatever. They just know the basics, yeah. right? He threw it, he caught it. Exactly. They don't but know I mean, anything. with football, though, or I mean, most sports, you know who's who. I think a lot of times I go to races and people, you know, they're like, oh, is that Lance Armstrong? They don't, they don't know. I mean, which is. It's, it's one of the nine Hanals. <laughs> that's, no, that's Peter Sagan's little cousin. Oh, oh is it Michael Matthews? I hope so. Michael Matthews. <laughs> Bling. He's Dude. my favorite. Egoy Martinez. I cannot find. That's yeah, that is actually racist. Thank you very much, Mike. Me liking Michael Matthews or saying I like Michael Matthews, which I don't, is racist? Yes. Yes, it is. Hmm. He scored me a racist. lot of points last year in Fantasy League, so I changed my opinion on him. Jacobeo uh, Galicia. I'm still looking for this thing in the Vuelta España, by the way. How deep into this? Yeah, we just took a five-minute detour. Can we do that's, it post-production? Can we do it later? No, we're not post-production anything. I'm done with post-production. We can talk about um, the Terreno Adriatico if you guys want. Um, uh, well, we wait, but Parini's first, no? Oh, because thought, Parini's finished yeah. first and then Terreno Adriatico was, I, was second. I, uh, the best part, uh, there's two things for me about Parini's that were the best. Uh, Mark no, the, the The look bikes that Fortuneo is riding and, um, and then the Christoph European Champion jersey. With a, with a, unfortunately with white shorts, but that jersey is super nice. I'm glad that they're, the men are now wearing it as well because I always thought the women doing it was cool. Mm. And they, the women did it what two years without the men doing it? Two years, three years. So I think Anna yeah. Anna and their bragging was the first one last year, and then this year Marianne was is wearing that. And Marianne's uniform actually they, has blue shorts that paired with the blue they have in the in the top of the jersey. So. I like how that one looks. Um, so, okay. Um, I don't know. What else do you guys have about Pyrenees? I, the only I don't know. I watched every stage, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, what I, What do I remember? I, other I than remember like, Mark Soler attacking 50K to go sure. on that freaking crazy stage and barely making it, and yeah. that was awesome. And then Gorka and Ionis Aguirre, Taking each other out, oh crashing into each yep. other. Yeah, yep, that was fun to watch. Uh, that's um, kind of all I remember about Parini. The last stage, I thought it was very impressive. It was good, entertaining. Yes, that was entertainment. That was that was nice to see, and it was nice to see Mark Soler doing Holy what shit. he did because that is not what Movistar does, no. You mean that's win? not oh. the the way actually approach? <laughs> what you mean win? That's not what they do. Well, that too, but the way that the kid went for it, you know, like they never go with this, like, ah, let's see, you know, like kind of the contador style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
to put a word on that. So that was okay. that was good too. I liked that kid. I it liked was uh, 2010, the 2010 Vuelta España that I was talking about when um, uh, Ezequiel Mosquera, um, Jacobeo Galicia, was then hmm. kicked out. Um, for, did you, did you say Taco Bell Galicia? Yes, Taco Bell Galicia. They were uh, a team. Taco Bell. That's racist. That's racist. Taco Bell doesn't even exist in 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 Spain, but it, they were sponsored by them anyway. Oh man! Well, it does, but it's like getting French toast in France. You just call it toast. Oh yeah. Okay, I got you. So it exists. It's just every place in Spain is Taco Bell. It just doesn't say Taco Bell. They just serve exactly. Of course. Exactly. That makes perfect sense. Uh, okay, then Tirreno okay. then. But you know, I was kind of bummed down with Tirreno. I didn't pay attention. And then I was checking out the stage five, I think it was. The one with Gaviria crash. And then I was like, oh, wait, Gaviria is racing oh, this yeah. thing. I well, didn't even know that. Two... And then 10 minutes later, it's like, oh, wait, Gaviria is not racing this thing anymore. <laughs> there was only two sprint stages. And he mm. was... I mean, the team did not. It was he was way out of position for the first sprint. That oh well, actually, Kittel won both of them. But um, and then the second one, he unfortunately took himself out again. Hmm. He totally yeah. I think for the guy in front of him, whoever that was, Riquese probably. I don't know. Torino, like for Perry Nice, I thought, oh look, Sky looks really weak. They're not going to do much this year. But then they go and they get first and third. Yeah, that was. At Torino, and they look really strong there. So, so much for that. Yeah, I know. I, you know what else? Actually, I have a note about was you know they had the uh, Michele Scarponi as like mm. stage or whatever, and they kept showing Frankie, and uh, but it, it's stupid. My arch nemesis Carlton Kirby, first of all, didn't even know that the the parrot is not a parrot; it's a cacatee or whatever, cacatoo, whatever. First of all, second of all, he didn't even know that his name was Frankie. And then he's like, "Oh, that was Scarponi's bird." It wasn't Scarponi's bird; it's his friend's bird. Like, hmm. Scarponi didn't have a bird; his friend had a bird. This guy doesn't even know. Like, how can this guy be able to like get on like international TV and say some shit like that? Meanwhile, I get shit. Everything I say, somebody sends me an email, tweets at me, like, "You check your fucking facts." What the hell, man? Not cool. Not hmm. it did not belong to Michele Scarponi. All right. There you, go. you know what and else his name stood was out for me? What? At Tirreno mm -hmm. was uh, Davide Formolo getting in the top ten. Yeah, I liked him. I thought he was going to be like really do all that stuff back when he was at Cannondale and then thing, and then he kind of like quieted down. So I still like to see him do something. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but I didn't pay much attention to it. I'm like to tell you, I wasn't really paying a ton of time. Yeah, and then, attention I mean, to that. Think, you know what did it for me? Once I saw that Froome was starting, I was like, eh. well, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch this race. I'll, I'll, I'll watch here and there, but I, I don't really want to like follow it. I was more into the Paris-Nice. It's weird because normally I pay way more attention to the Renault Adriatico than I do the Paris-Nice because normally the Renault Adriatico was a better race. But there was, it was a better race. All the teams they had like their A teams there. Well, no, definitely, definitely. But here's the thing, though, and I, I thought about this. The problem with Terreno Adriatico is that they have two time trials. So right there, as far as I'm concerned, that's two less stages. They might mm -hmm. as you know, I, it's just I don't. I'm not gonna watch a 
who watches a time trial? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I How do. is that I exciting? Do. You're watching one guy <laughs> pedal a fucking bicycle. I see that on my way to work every day. It's the <laughs> in front of me that keeps passing me when I'm in a red light, and then I have to pass him again. And then he passes me. And then I have to pass him again. And as a cyclist, I want to open the door, punch him in the face, and teach him a lesson. Don't do that. It's rude. Whoa, 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 whoa. You screw up. Like, he's giving the rest of us a harder time writing because he's acting like a fucking idiot. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm calm now. But, yeah, Terreno, meh, whatever. Superman Lopez, I thought it was going to do well, and then he didn't. He seemed to run out of gas there. He died. I thought I did a pretty good job for him, but um, that's okay. I mean, I'm, I was, I was happy with it. I was happy with it. It was an interesting race. I didn't watch the final time trial. I actually just the next day I just read what happened. I didn't give a crap. But you know, I mean, at that point, it is funny because today before we recorded, I was like, okay, no, I have to see what happened today with Tirreno, and then I put it on. And what they had was the time trial. It's like, no, 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 I don't want to watch this. I want to watch the stage after that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wait. Was that the last stage? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the first stage and the last stage are like useless. So then screw it. Uh, David de la Cruz. Okay, Milano San Remo. Uh, no? I was going to say, uh, like David de la Cruz did really well as well. I'm very happy for him. I mean, I, I think General Sky put a very, very uh, good performance on both, especially if you have in mind that all the good performances from coming from Sky had nothing to do with Chris Froome. And it's not because necessarily I hate Chris Froome or anything, but I think that that is actually pretty good if Sky disappears because Sky pulls the, the sponsorship out and somebody comes back. I, I, don't, I mean, whatever it is, whatever ends up happening, if I don't know, whatever happens, there's a lot of talent in there. That's the only reason. That's the only thing I was saying. But yeah, all right, Milan San Remo. Now um, that's going to be this Sunday, uh, Saturday. I'm sorry. And um, oh, I'm actually going to be in San Remo. In two months, <laughs> I'll take a photo. I was going to no, say, I'll take what? a photo of me in the Poggio. Like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, I'm not even gonna. There is actually the whole time that we're in Europe, there is one like amateur race, women's race in Rome when we're there. So we may check that out. <laughs> That's it. Uh, it's not a good time of the, the year to be traveling to like southern Europe. If we were like in northern France or in Belgium, the Netherlands, then chock full of races but nah nobody's racing in barcelona around that time okay uh i'm sorry uh milan san remo so who your boy is out you're already boys your boy's already been ruled out oh gaviria buani's out oh nasser buani is out. my boy just you just say my boy because we hang out all together together all the time and we like do shots shots of tequila and getting fights <laughs> exactly <laughs> I guess he's my boy. Can you ask yeah. the question again, Siri, please? What question? Oh, the boy. Uh, who is your boy? Or what? Nasser Bouhani. If oh. No, yeah, but if the boy is going to be there, can oh, you ask your again, boy? please? Your boy. Oh, now that your boy is not going to be there? Wait, Kaviria crashed? <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I. you meant what's his face, though, right? Um... What's the name? No, I was gonna. I was Bohani. I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant. 
Yeah, I know you meant Poland. But okay, so uh, surprise, surprise, Peter Sagan is actually favorite um, in. Uh, I don't know. It depends on Vegas. where you look. I think Kwiatkowski is a favorite in some places. He's he's the favorite on on uh, Velo News. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I don't look at like some website that talks about like, oh, I know what I'm talking about, dude. I'm talking about like betting odds because uh, those people. Have you seen those people? Have you seen the war? You see? Have you heard the war of words those guys are having? Who? Sagan and Kwiatkowski. Oh no, but it's probably in oh. Russian, so I, I wouldn't. Know. No, Sagan said um, it's about the way you win. If you analyze how Kwiato won last year, then if I win like that, I wouldn't be happy with my performance. Uh, burn. How is that a burn? God, Peter Sagan is such a fucking imbecile. Like, and then yeah. Kwiatkowski said back, "How can I respond?" And that was it. Exactly. So, because Michael Kwiatkowski is a nice guy, he's just a regular dude. Is Betancourt going to be racing uh, this thing? I'm just looking at. I don't the... know. <laughs> Anaconda, man, Movistar, yeah. go home. Hey, hey listen, home. they only have so many guys. All right. Um, so, Peter Sagan is in when it comes to gambling. All right, the people that really have something to lose here. Peter Sagan is uh, favorite in Kwiatkowski is second, and Gaviria is third. Then Christophe, Arnaud de Mar, Alaphilippe, and then other. So you can bet, if you bet that an other person wins, you have better odds of winning than if you bet Greg Van Avermaet or Matteo Trentin, which is hilarious. Because mm. if you're Matteo Trentin, you're like, wait, what? I can't, like, I can any other, so there's like, a hundred and whatever other people, any of those win, then you win. And you're not one of those, like it just, whatever. I don't know. I think it's a little kind of insulting for these guys. I wonder how much they check the lines for gambling or whatever, but. I'm sure someone tells them. Uh, yeah. Well, we know this. They're all going to be listening all, to all the guys. this episode. Except, so, except for, no, uh, yeah. I, I heard that Giacomo Nizzolo doesn't like us very much. So I, he's not going to be oh. I know that. Or Yanni Moscon, or uh, Nikki Tepstra. You know that actually you can, uh, you have, let me see, 80, ah, shoot. See, the place that I normally look at to see my, to see my cycling betting is not changed recently where I can't look at it if I, um, if I'm well, I got something. my What are you looking thing. for? What? What are you looking for? I got it pulled up right here. No, no, no. I no, no, no. I was gonna look at the odds for. See, shit. Patty Power was like the one, the place that I always used to go to, and I, I used to actually. Betfred. Betfred should be your source. But now. the problem, though, is that I used to love the way that these guys showed the odds. But now, as of like I don't know, six months ago or so, it says our software detects that you are accessing our website from a country where blah 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 blah. So I'm not going to sit here now and like get on my VPN to be able to look at the odds. That's just stupid. Give me Henrik Hausler's odds if you can if any of you guys have them. Cuz that's Oh, you're killing me. I had a joke lined up at the end of the show and uh, um, his odds um he has highest odds 151, lowest odds 81. 81. Do you know who has the le- who has the lowest odds of winning? Of the people that are, well, oh, God, I don't know, because it depends. The person listed uh, with no. the least likelihood to win. Um, 
Fabio Felline. Taylor Finney. <laughs> oh no way! Is he even racing? Let's see. Well, I, I guess he would have to be racing, right, in order for it to. Well, it, the thing is that. Well, but Gaviria is listed there, and Gaviria is out of contention. And I don't see Taylor Finney listed in the start list, so. And he's not listed in the percentage set, so. That's then they've got that part right. There you go. Uh, I thought I was going to say later when you were asking <laughs> predictions, like, could Hausler do something? Maybe. He was doing all right I in Paris Nice. He was doing okay. <laughs> but didn't you see that it was that uh, at the stage there was kind of like an uphill sprint? And Carlton Kirby the whole time, oh, not Carlton Kirby, it was actually uh, my boy um, Rob Hatch. Well, like, oh my God, Hendrik Hausler. Oh my God, Hendrik Hausler. And then it ended up being actually Yoni Sagiri. <laughs> oh my God, Hausler is back from the dead, oh, yeah. and then he wasn't. Well, but you see, did you hear how sick Rob Hatch was? My yeah. gosh, the first time when I like tuned in, he was talking like, "Is yeah. this Rob Hatch? He sounds funny." And then on the on the back when the other guy was talking, you could hear the ha ah, ah, ha, and then the sneezing and the blowing of the nose. Like, okay, somebody's sick. <laughs> this is like robot. Um, okay, I'm looking at the start list right now, and I don't think that he is in here. Who is in here? Um, Henry House. Oh no, yes, he is. He never is. mind. Yeah, yeah. Henry House. I keep forgetting that he's Australian, even though he's not Australian. But whatever. Um, well, I guess he's as Australian as I am German. Uh, Peter Sagan. Hey, Peter Sagan's brother is uh, is racing. Mm-hmm. This is what we should do. Let's see how many brothers are racing. Um, dang it! I have a question for you guys. Simon Clark and William Clark are those two brother brothers? They are on Canon Day. No. I don't know. They are both from Australia. So. No. no. Okay. Uh, yeah. Shit. The other Nibali is not competing. No. It'd be awesome to see which one finishes higher up, and then we start following these two jackholes. In any time they're in the same race. Da, 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 da. If you're, uh, I don't think we have more brothers. If you're into no, numerology, no. and I know that you are into numerology. Oh, I love numerology because today's Pine Day. This is episode 184. Mm-hmm. Number 184 is oh, Marcel, Marcel Kittel. Oof, I think I'm going to have to go with Kittel then. I mean, it's, it's obvious. It's very obvious that this is going to happen. Although today is Pine Day. Is the Keko giving you the okay to do that? Watch the Keko. <laughs> Tell me what the Keko I, is saying, and then you can go for I it. I don't have an Keko. Has to be Keko I don't approved. have an Keko anymore. I'm terrible. I suck at life. But, but, I can tell you this. Today is 3.14 Pi Day, right? And um, number, number 314 is, oh, it doesn't go that high. But the closest to 314 is 247. Eduardo Sardini from Villier Tristina. That's what I'm going to go for. Numerology, buddy. Numerology. Okay. So are we Let's doing picks now? Hard Let's do picks. Okay. Pick. Hold on. Hold on. Let me. Uh, my pencil just broke. <laughs> I'm not kidding. My. Okay. Picks, 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 picks. Okay. We go with. Heart first, and then head, and and then the women's. <laughs> Get it? 
You're so funny. <laughs> well, we do have Trofeo Binda in the weekend. Oh, and by the way, that apparently is going to be uh, shown in your sport. So oh, really? If you happen to be near a feed or something, just put it on. Make your viewership but count. It's probably gonna be. It's probably numbers. gonna be with no, with no commentary, like they did for I don't know. I think I think the one from Stradivianki was in one of wasn't in the one or two channel, but in those extra ones that they just yeah. put in the feed, they played without yeah. any production. But I think for Binda, I think I saw it on, on the, the one and two schedule, so that should be decent. We can only hope. If you happen to find the feed and if it happens to catch your attention, the viewership would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. It's a good race. It's a good race. I, I know like that it. since last year, Corinne Rivera won it, and then Arleni Sierra from Cuba was second, and she celebrated as if she has, as if she has won the, the race. Thought, so that was that it was like awesome. a mistake, and she was like, "No, I knew second." No, no, no. She I was mean, like yeah. that static. So that was yeah. that was fun to watch. Uh, so um, ever since I started the podcast, I don't know, ten years ago, whenever everybody's always told me like, "Man, you should be a commentator. You should be a commentator. You should." One of these days. Um, I'm gonna commentate on a race live somehow, YouTube or something. Figure it out illegally. I'm sure. Whatever. I don't give a shit. So anyway, Natalia and I will do it one of these days. It'll be awesome. Okay. Picks, 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 and then we're done. Okay. Picks and we're done. Okay. All right. You ready? Ready. Uh, Yes. CD, you go. Heart. I'm heart. I'm going with heart. Yes. My heart pick is is Oliver Nason. Nason, okay. My head, I'm going with with the Bacardi pick. <laughs> What's the Bacardi pick? One fifty one. Elio oh. Viviani. Viviani, of course. Oh. Viviani is going to post up, and he's going to be just pouring the. Bacardi. So wait, is is Viviani sobbing for Gaviria? I guess he's taking over. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, wait, didn't you say that he was going to be an old Gazprom podium? I mean, uh, we, one can only dream. Ah, uh, I got you. But uh, uh, yeah, I think, I think Viviani, uh, I think he, I think he pulls this one off. Uh, cool, cool, cool. All right. I got you down for, wait a second. Uh, Nason and Viviani. This thing's not writing. Okay. Okay. Viviani. Uh, Natalia. Uh, with the heart, I'm going to go for the only gringo I can see on the Bruce, on the <laughs> start list, and that is that is Kiel Reining, Reining, right? I don't even know how to pronounce the last name from Trek Segafredo. <laughs> you have lost your damn mind. Well, that's the heart. She, she's lost her heart. It's a yeah. heart. It's a heart. You've lost it's your heart. I can pick whatever I want from the heart. Yeah, and then with my head, I'm going to pick Christoph. Ooh. Alexander Christoph. Damn it. See, I should always go first because uh, whatever. What? Did I steal your pick? You can pick Christoph if you want to. Well, that's fine. I was going to go with Christoph as well as my head. I was going to go, oh no, I'm sorry. I was going to go with Christoph with my heart and then Sagan with my head because I have a feeling he's going to be. That's so boring. Oh my gosh. Are you picking Sagan? Because because it's my head. I mean, I'm not dumb. All right, let me pick for you. How about this? Okay. With your heart, with your heart, you pick Heinrich Hausler. With your head, you pick Sonny Colbrelli. Same team, one two. <laughs> like there you go. Okay. With my 
heart, I will go with Hausler. There you go. I'll give you that much. But with my head, okay. I'm going to go with Peter Sagan. Ugh. I know. Okay. Nobody's more disgusting than me. Fortunately, <laughs> I have a warm bath going. As soon as I'm done with this, I'm jumping in there and then washing myself with steel wool and Clorox. You've seen I it. I'm a sinner. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm wiping the sin away. But I, I think it's just, it's going to be his. There's just no way around it. Okay. Can I hear what Mike speak okay. for this? Can you just Yes, yes, yes. Mike? What's your pick, Mike? That's your sound. I know, you have that no, sound. I, know. I don't I'm, have that one. This thing's not working. Oh, yeah. Ask him again. Okay. Mike, what's your, going, what's your pick going to be? All right. I'm going to put There you go. That's with it. That's with his head. No, Enhanced. what's with his head? What about, what about your heart? Oh, Valverde. Oh, okay. And Hans, Hans always, down. Hans always down. picks the same one. <laughs> he always goes for the same writer. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, that's it. We'll be back in, uh, what, two weeks? Uh, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. And you guys take care and be good. And those people in the East Coast, uh, stay warm and good luck with no electricity. All right? We're out of here. Peace. Yeah.